You are listening to the new Mutual Audio Network. Welcome home. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. Listening to the world's largest, longest running showcase of modern audio drama. I'm here with Mr. David Alt on our penultimate season finale. Hello, Jack, and welcome everyone. How time flies, and it does especially when we ride with Paradise Cab, a paranormal mystery. This week we feature episodes one to three with The Tourist, Follow That Cab, and Keep the Change. Cab driver Joe is sent to pick up a new fare each week by Angie, Paradise Cab's dispatcher. And it all begins right here on the Sonic Society. City Police, South Division. Please, please come quickly. There's a cab, and it's just parked on the street, and... and... Hang on, lady. Can you tell me where you are? Um, I'm at Flanagan's, the diner. Sure, I know it. Down on Profile Boulevard. Great coffee. Yeah, um, you, you need to send someone... Now, what seems to be the problem with the cab? Is it illegally parked? No, no, there's someone in it. Okay. And what's this person doing that's concerning you? There. Oh, my God. Are you okay, miss? There. There. They're what? They're dead. Paradise Radio Drive Time brought to you by Eden Fried Chicken, keeping Eden healthy, wealthy, and fried. Next up, we've got Cosmic Ray Jordan with Shoot for the Stars. One for Bravo all of you four. Bravo four. Out there. You copy? I hear you, Angie. You're like a voice from the heavens. Knock it off, Joe. Can you pick up a guy in Grayley Gardens heading to Westman Park? Westman Park? The Vipers aren't playing a home game this week, are they? Are they ever? Fair point, Angie. I'm on my way. You heading to the ballpark, buddy? Isn't that right? You want to put your bag in the trunk? No, that's all right. Let's get going. I thought you'd be here sooner, to be honest. Yeah, sorry, pal. There's construction both ways on 251. We should take DeMarco and the old bridge. Whatever you think, you're the local. So, you aren't from around here then? No. No, I'm not. What are you doing here in Eden, if you don't mind me asking? I... I'm a bit of a tourist, I suppose. A tourist? I saw some foreign parts once, but... Let's just say they weren't very welcoming. Anyway, what the hell is there to see in Serpent City? Oh, there's always something to do. 
and I like to pick up a few souvenirs. You know, something to take home with me. So, where's home then? Do you think it will take long? Could be 10 minutes, could be 30. Depends on traffic. 30? You gotta be somewhere? You could say that. So where did you say you were from? Europa. Ah, Europe. I've always wanted to go to Europe. Italy, France, even England would be okay. They say the food's terrible. No diners, apparently. No diners. I mean, what do they do for heart attacks over there? Uh, no, not Europe. Europa. What's that, like part of Europe? It's a small moon off Jupiter. Look, Val, there's no need for that. I'm just trying to be friendly. Oh, I know you are. It's just that I actually am from Jupiter. Come on, buddy. You don't really expect me to believe you're from outer space. Well, it isn't that far. It's not like going to Saturn. <laughs> hey, bud. I think it's a long way to Plainsville Flats. So, did you tell Angie you're a spaceman? Who's Angie? Never mind. She probably would have let it ride, as long as you have the fare. Oh, don't worry. I still have some of your dollars. Uh, I thought I'd use up the last of my currency. It won't be much use back home. No, I don't suppose it will. And the exchange rate is dreadful at the moment. Oh, so there's a bureau to change on Jupiter? Of course there is. That's convenient. It's Europa. And they exchange it on the ship. The ship? Yes, the ship. That's what I'm going to meet at Westman Park. Last time I looked, I didn't see no alien space station at Westman Park. Only the hot dog stands and that guy who sells pretzels. Although he does look pretty strange now that I think about it. It's where they dropped me at the start of the trip. Don't be late, they said. We're only here every 35 years. That's your years. It's always best to stay on local time. <laughs> sure, pal. So you've been living on Earth for the last 35 years. Well, that part makes sense. Is the traffic always this bad? It's called rush hour. I don't suppose they have that where you come from. Not really. And it's bumper to bumper westbound on 251 all the way back to Kandahaga Heights. Not much better on DeMarco at Union Station. The traffic lights are out on River Parkway. Control, this is Bravo 4. Do you hear me, Angie? I hear you, Joe. How's it cooking? This guy who's trying to get to the ballpark. Say, do you know why he's trying to get there, Angie? Of course I do, Joe. Look, I came back to Eden for some peace and quiet. Not to... Well, this is all a bit... You know. What's the problem? What's the problem? Eh, never mind. Anyway, the traffic's a real mess out here tonight. I was going to take the bridge, but it's all snarled up. You got any better ideas? Yeah, head north around the harbor. You'll make it on time. Really? That's usually pretty busy, too. You'll be fine. Take Memorial Bridge and cut back through the docks. If you say so, Angie. I wouldn't want to make this guy late for his ride. You just take him wherever he needs to go. Yeah, sure. See you later, Bravo 4. You always say that, but you never do. Control, out. Yeah, that about sums it up. Okay, fella. If Angie reckons we go around the harbor, then we go around the harbor. 
Looks like I'm in her hands. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it feels like we all are. Say, what have you been doing with your 35 years on Earth anyway? Just soaking up the atmosphere, really. I didn't want to go to the usual tourist spots. Too crowded. You've been here all the time. In Eden. I like it. Jeez, the only thing worth soaking up here is the beer at the Blue Parrot. I went there once. It was in the guidebook. I think it might have gone downhill a bit since it was written. <laughs> gone downhill? I don't think that's possible. It did have character, though. <laughs> look, don't take this the wrong way or anything. But you don't look like an alien. Ah, what do they look like, then? I don't know. Aren't they supposed to be green? With antennas or something? Green! <laughs> ah, that's funny. You must admit, you do just look like a regular guy. Well, people see what they expect to see. Well, yeah, I suppose they do. You look just like a regular guy, too. I am a regular guy. Oh, I doubt it. Hey, look at that. Marina's virtually clear. And she was right. We'll be there in no time. Well, here you are, fella. Seems kind of quiet. You sure this is where you want to be? It is a bit strange to be back. The last time I was here, the Vipers were playing a team called the Stags. Or was it the Bucks? Yes, that was it. The Bucks. The Bucks? Really? They haven't been around for years. Someone called Kit Daly was playing. Everyone was very excited about it. No way. I was at that game. I was just a kid. I remember there was some sort of problem with the floodlights going on and off, and then Daly hit a fly ball and it came right at me. I'll never forget it. What happened? It slipped right through my fingers. Some other guy picked it up. I often think about that ball. That's a lesson for life in Eden, I guess. I remember that. I doubt it, buddy. You're not old enough. We age differently to you. Look, fella, I don't know how to say this nicely, but I'm, I mean it well. What's that? Are you sure you wouldn't rather get dropped somewhere else, like St. Jude's, maybe? The hospital? Oh, there's a clinic in Pickett that takes, you know, people like you. Ah, I see. A clinic. Isabel was always suggesting I go there. Isabel? My wife. Hang on, pal. One minute you're from Jupiter, the next you're married? Well, it's more of a holiday romance, really. And how does she feel about all this? When Isabel and I... When we first met, she seemed okay with it all. She said that it was okay if I was a bit different. And now? Now? Oh, I don't know. When I told her it was time to go, I thought she'd understand. Your species can be very emotional sometimes. You don't say. Bravo 4, you copy? Sure, I copy, Angie. You make it through the traffic okay, Joe? Yeah, fine. Any action there? Or will you just head back downtown? Action. It's like the dark side of the moon here. 
whatever that's like. Why don't you ask your fare? Sure. Very funny, Angie. So, you got everything then? I think so. I'm worried I'm over the weight allowance. That bag doesn't look so heavy. Not the bag, me. We don't have fried chicken where I'm from. You don't have chicken? Of course we have chicken. Well, it tastes like chicken. We just don't fry it. You've mastered interstellar travel, but you haven't figured out how to fry chicken? Maybe you'd be better off staying here, pal. Isabel makes great fried chicken. There you go. And coleslaw. She makes great coleslaw, too. You see? And she's got the cutest nose. You know how most human noses are just like, yuck, what's that thing for? Well, hers, it wrinkles and it's just sort of perfect. Look, maybe I should just take you home, fella. I am going home. I'm at home home. You know, with Isabel. I'll miss my ship. Come on, there'll be another one in 35 years. Yes. Yes, I suppose there will. And it's not like anything's happening here. Come on, why don't you hop back in? Control, this is Bravo 4. Yeah, I hear you, Joe. What's your 20? Nearly back in Grayley Gardens, just past Geno's. I'll be clear in five. You still got Zach with you? Yeah, he, uh, he decided not to travel. <laughs> That's good, Joe. That's good. Isabel will be worried about him. You know about Isabel. Just get him home safe, Joe. Sure, we just pulled up. Here you are, pal. Home sweet home. Thanks. It does sort of feel a bit like that. You still got uh, any of that foreign currency left? Oh, yeah, sorry. Here. Keep the change. Hmm, you sure? That's a very generous tip. Oh, and there's something else. I'd like you to have this. What is it? I'd kept it as a souvenir. But somehow I don't think I really need any more souvenirs. <laughs> a baseball? I got it signed. Kid, Kit, Kit Daly? Kit Daly? No way. It's the one you dropped. I thought you might like it back. Well, how do you like that? The boys down at the Blue Parrot aren't going to believe this. No, I don't suppose they will. <laughs> Hi, Angie. This is Joe. All clear. Heading downtown. You sure? I've got nothing on for you. Maybe you should just head home. Thought I'd swing by the Blue Parrot. Why is that, Joe? Got some stories to tell? To be honest, I don't know what I've got to tell, Angie. Well, take care. And I'd check the latest traffic if I were you. Seems pretty chaotic out there. 
besides, I... I might need you again, Joe. Well, you know where I am, Angie. Yeah, I know, Joe. But... But it's taken so long to find you. What's that supposed to mean? Angie? Angie, are you there? I guess not. Bravo 4, out. Please, please come quickly. There's a cab and... Is there anyone else there, miss? No, no one. There's just, just the body. What about the cab driver? Are they around? No, no, the body. It is the cab driver. And that was off the latest album by Starship. Is anybody out there here on WEDN? We're still trying to get you more on the gridlock down by Westman Park. No Viper game this evening, but we've had multiple reports of something strange going on. Something to do with the stadium lights, we think. Until then, you folks just relax and enjoy some music. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd really appreciate it if you could help us make some more, just by contributing the price of a cup of coffee. Come and find us right now at buymeacoffee.com forward slash paradise cab. In this episode of Paradise Cab, Zach was played by Glenn McCready, Angie by Anne Cloud, Joe by Joel Johnson, and the radio DJ was Jim Shrek. Paradise Cab was written and directed by Richard Brandon. Editing and sound design was by Joel T. Johnson, with music composed and performed by The Soul. to you tonight by Paradise Pest Control. Save them to your vermin and the rest of your pests with Paradise Pest Control, Serpent City's creepy crawling critter killers. Next up, we've got Follow That Cab by Ghost in the Machine. This God's word is... Bravo 4. You copy Bravo 4? I copy, Angie. I thought Charlie was on tonight. He was in the office when I left. Oh, so you only take fares from Charlie now. I'll take you over Charlie any day, Angie. You know that. 
You've never even met me, Joe. True, but I have met Charlie. Do you want this fair or not, Joe? Of course I do, Angie. I'm just having fun with you. You should get out more. Speaking of which, what are you doing Friday night? Can you pick up in Morley? A Mrs. Marshall, 1221 Westman Avenue. Sure, where's she headed? We don't know yet. She's booked a cab, but she doesn't know where she's going? You need to be there by 7.35 sharp. Can you make that? Yeah, yeah, I'll be there in 10. Great, I'll let her know. Thanks, Joe. Anytime. So, how about Friday? Bravo 4, control out. Yeah, how about it? Mrs. Marshall? <laughs> Please, call me Lily. Sure, where to then? Angie didn't seem too sure. Well, we'll find out soon enough. He won't be long now. You're the boss. Just as long as you know the meter's running, we can sit here as long as you like. Oh, he'll be here right at 7.35. He always is. Well, I hope he knows where you're headed, at least. I'm sure he does. That's sort of the point, isn't it? Sorry, Mrs. Marshall. Maybe I'm being a bit slow here. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought the lady might have explained. Angie? Oh, everything's a mystery with Angie. There he is. See? Same time every night. The fellow hailing that cab? That's him. Well, how's he going to tell us where to go if he's getting in another cab? He's not coming with us. We're following him. Hey, I'm a cabbie lady, not a private eye. Please, just follow that cab. You know, I've been driving cabs all my life, and no one's ever said that to me before. Don't get too close to him. I don't want to lose him. I know, but he mustn't realize I'm watching him. So if you don't mind me asking, what does Mr. Marshall think about you following men around in taxis? That man is Mr. Marshall. Uh, I see. What's that supposed to mean? I didn't mean nothing by it. It's just... Just what? Well, I guess you're thinking he's having an affair. Thomas, have an affair? Oh, he'd never do that. Okay, so why are we following him then? He's been acting so... Strangely, recently. Like his mind is elsewhere? He just seems so distant. He never seems to talk. Well, maybe he's got trouble at work. Some men, they just bottle stuff up like that, you know? What does he do? Oh, he works at Westman. He's a supervisor. But there was no paycheck this month, either. We're too strange. I heard they were having some union problems. And he started going out. 
every night. Lots of guys do that. Always at the same time? 7.35 on the nose? And you're sure there isn't, you know, another woman? I told you, he's not that kind of man. Uh, of course. They never are. Looks like he's headed downtown. Little Italy, maybe. Or red light. He's probably just going for a beer. He never really comes downtown. He did go to a colleague's retirement a while back. Maybe you got a taste for the place. Say, do you know a bar called the Blue Parrot? It's just two blocks from here. What the? What's going on? I can't make a left here. Cops have closed it. But Thomas's cab came down here, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Angie, this is Bravo 4. You copy? Hi, Joe. How's it going? I'm trying to make a left on Palermo to get through to South 7th, and it's closed off. There's flashing red lights everywhere. Do you know what's going on? Hmm. I thought it was all pretty quiet out there. Well, I can't get Mrs. Marshall to where she wants to go, that's for sure. I could circle around, but it would be too late by then. Perhaps she just needs a little more time. Time is against us here, Angie. The road is closed. Time isn't for or against you, Joe. Never mind the philosophy lesson, Angie. I've lost this guy now. I'm not sure I'm really cut out for all this detective work. Why don't you try again tomorrow, Joe? I'm sorry, Mrs. Marshall. We're not getting anywhere through here. Like Angie says, we can try again tomorrow. Well, I've waited this long. I suppose one more night won't hurt. The time is 7.32 here on Paradise Radio. W-E-D-N traffic. There's some heavy traffic building westbound on 251, but it's all quiet downtown as we head into the second half of tonight's show. And we have Derek from Sykesville on line three, who's calling about the new traffic system on Profile Boulevard. All I have to say, it's about gall darn time they did something about that darn intersection. And that lousy good-for-nothing mayor of Good evening, Mrs. Marshall. Lily, please. Yeah, sorry. So, do you think he'll be out again tonight? Oh, he'll be here. Say, so have you thought about, well, just asking him where he goes? Of course I have. But when I bring it up, he just looks sort of hurt. Because you don't trust him? It's hard to describe. It's almost more like it pains him to think about it. That's why I... Hey, here he is. Yep, right on the nose. 735. 
Well, we shouldn't have any traffic problems tonight, Mrs. Marshall. So don't worry. We'll sort this out. Same route as before. Even looks like the same cab, too, to be honest. He's not going to the Blue Parrot, that's for sure. What makes you say that? If he'd been in the Blue Parrot every night, I'd have recognized him. Yep, right onto Palermo Boulevard, just like before. Stay back a bit. No problem. I know his next turn already. What? No way. Not again. Is it this where... Yeah, exact same spot. And he made that turn. Must have been just before they closed the road. Don't you believe it? Angie? You there, Angie? It's Joe. Come in, Bravo 4. You'll never believe what's just happened. We've lost the guy again. Exactly in the same spot. Hmm. Well, you can't do anything about it now, Joe. Sometimes your luck just runs out. And you have to accept it and move on. Move on? I'm not moving anywhere. Uh, hang on, Angie. Say, officer, what's going on down there? Accident down on the corner with South 7th and Profile. Bad one. You're gonna find another way around, pal. What? Another accident? What do you mean, another one? Same as yesterday. Profile Boulevard and 7th. They should really do something about that intersection. Just move along, buddy. Try going down Main. Sorry, Mrs. Marshall. Looks like we're gonna have to take another rain check on this one. Huh. I think I know him. Know who? The police officer. He looks... familiar. Uh, they all look the same to me. Bravo 4, do you copy? Come in, Bravo 4. Sure, Angie. I copy. Everything okay, Joe? I'm just a bit concerned for Mrs. Marshall. What if I lose the guy again? Don't worry, Joe. You won't. Maybe that's worse. What if I don't lose him and we find him with another woman? She'll be devastated. Look, I'm just a cabbie, Angie. I didn't sign up for this sort of thing. She needs to know what's going on, Joe. And you're the only one who can help her now. Me? How come? You know this guy's route, don't you? Yeah, some of it. And you know Eden, like the back of your hand, don't you? Yeah, I suppose I do. You'll figure it out. What does that mean? Look, I gotta go. Mrs. Marshall's here. Talk to you later, Joe. Good luck, Bravo Form. Thanks, Angie. Thanks. Evening, Mrs. Marshall. Good evening, Joe. Are we going to be okay tonight, do you think? 
Yeah, yeah, I think we just might. What are you doing? He isn't even here yet. I know, but the thing is, we knew where he was headed first. Why risk losing him again? I'll take River Parkway and wait for him as he comes out on Profile Boulevard. Do you think that will work? Well, Angie said, well, yeah, I think it's going to work. Shouldn't he be here by now? Any second now. The last two nights are anything to go by. Is that another ambulance? I hope he's all right. Here he is. I recognize that cab anywhere now. See that big dent in the right fender? So where's he going now? Not downtown, that's for sure. Look, he's taking a right onto Rue Le Jour. There's nothing down there but houses and, well, houses mostly. Nice neighborhood, though. Do you really think he's seeing someone? You read about people, don't you, who have secret lives? Sure, but you said it yourself. He doesn't seem the type. Well, he has to stop somewhere soon, doesn't he? Do you think he's going to cross the river? Not on this road. He'd have to double back onto 251 to get onto the bridge. Nothing else here except the, um, except the... Except the what? The cemetery. The cemetery? Why would he be going there? You want me to turn back now? No. No, stop here. I... I remember this place. Hey, where are you going? I'm going to find him. Wait, it's dark. Let me get a flashlight. here all the time, hasn't he? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Thomas Marshall, the loving husband to Lily, died April 18th. Wasn't that the day of that accident a couple months back? Oh, jeez. I read about that. It was a cab. had gone to that retirement party. There was an accident. A policeman 
that policeman that we saw, he came to our door. <laughs> and the funeral. <laughs> it was raining. I stood right here. Say, it's getting cold out here. Should we go? Just a little longer, if you don't mind. Sure. Take my jacket. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Are you sure you're gonna be okay? Want me to call someone? I'll... I'll be fine. Thank you. I'm sorry. I really am. I know, Joe. I know. How much do I owe you? Uh, forget it. Are you sure? Well, good night then. Good night, Lily. Control, this is Bravo 4. Come in, Bravo 4. Well, Angie, I think we found what was going on. And you'll never believe it. I knew you would, Joe. I knew you would. But, well, there's so much I really don't understand. Thomas is a good guy, Joe. He'll rest easy now. And now Lily understands, too. That's what matters. You knew Thomas? You get to know a lot of people, Joe. In my line of work. And what line of work is that exactly? <laughs> Good night, Bravo 4. Good night, Angie. <laughs> I'm at Flanagan's, the diner. Sure, I know it. Down on Profile Boulevard. Great coffee. Yeah, um, you, you need to send someone. Well, it's another quiet night on the streets of Serpent City, so you good folks just kick back and enjoy the music with Hold On Tight, the new single from Afterlife, right here on WEDN. This episode of Paradise Cab, Lily was played by Laurie Weaver, Angie by Anne Cloud, and Joe by Joel Johnson. The radio DJ was played by Jim Shrek, and the police officer was Wynne Manning. Paradise Cab was written and directed by Richard Brandon, 
Editing and sound design was by Joel T. Johnson, with music composed and performed by The Soul. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd really appreciate it if you could help us make some more, just by contributing the price of a cup of coffee. Come and find us right now at buymeacoffee.com forward slash paradise cab. Sporting Goods, your one-stop shop for fishing, hunting, and self-defense. Serpent Sporting Goods, where every shot counts. And you were just listening to I Fought the Law from Keep the Chains, the latest album by Justice. Control, this is Bravo 4. Do you copy? I hear you, Bravo 4. You jammed up too? Oh, uh, is that you, Charlie? Who did you want it to be, Joe? Say, do you know what's going on out here, Charlie? I'm supposed to be picking up in Morley, and everything's snarled up like a viper's nest in treacle. Beats me. How am I supposed to know anyhow? You're the one on the streets. I don't know. Angie just seems to know, that's all. Who? Say again, Bravo 4. Never mind. I'll try the traffic on the radio. We've got more on that incident downtown. What we're hearing is that an armored truck for the Westman Sykes Credit Union has been held up by a masked gunman on Strasburg Street only a few short minutes ago. Jeez, this place gets worse every year. The assailant has so far evaded capture, and the police have sealed off all routes in and out of Serpent City this evening. <laughs> Tell me about it. Eden's finest have warned members of the public that the man is armed and dangerous, and they should not approach him under any circumstances. Control, this is Bravo 4. I'm not going anywhere for a while, buddy. Control, do you copy? Hi, Joe. I copy. Angie. Are you still on North 17th, Joe? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I am, actually. Why don't you take a left onto DeMarco Avenue, then cut down 20th and through Candahagua Heights? You think that'll be any better? You could just try it. Sure, Angie, if you say so. You know I'd do anything you ask me to, don't you? <laughs> How about just following some directions? I don't suppose you know the directions to the Blue Parrot, do you, Angie? Or I could take you some more fancy, if you prefer, like Gino's. There's a roadblock between us and Gino's, Joe. I thought you knew that. Isn't there always, Angie? Why don't you just start by taking yourself over to Candahagua Heights, hmm? Sure, Angie. Sure. Control out, Bravo 4.
Jeez, what does this old timer think he's up to? Hey, 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 I'm not picking up fares, buddy. My light's not on. Uh, I'm sorry, but I, I really need to get to the airport. I'm headed to Morley, fella. Well, that's not far from Bernoulli Field. Could you just drop me off at Morley at least? I don't know. Well, it's not far away, I suppose. Please. Ah, come on, hop in. But I can't guarantee you getting anywhere fast this evening, pal. Traffic's a nightmare. But some kind of robbery downtown. Say, what's up with your jacket? You been painting or something? I, uh... I had a bit of an accident. You don't say. I hope you got some spare clothes in that bag. You look like you just lost a paintball battle. What, what, what are they saying about it? About what? About the robbery on the, on the news. Not much yet, pal. I just heard it was some armored truck got hit. Pretty nasty guy by the sound of it. Had a gun. I thought I'd seen the last of that sort of thing. Oh, dear. Don't worry. The cops are checking all the routes out of town. They'll get them. Oh, dear. Well, we'll get through eventually. Don't you worry. What time's your flight? I'm not sure. You should check your tickets, pal. This could take a while. I I haven't been able to get a ticket yet. I'm, I'm meeting my wife at the airport. Say, that's romantic. Where are you headed? Tampa. She's always wanted to go. Nice. I'm sure she'll love it. Well, she, she would have, but I don't suppose she'll get to go now, will she? Don't worry. Like I told you, we'll find a way through. I don't think we will. Not when they see the paint. Nah. The airlines don't care much what you look like these days. Not the airline. The police. And the cash for the tickets. And I think if they found that on me, they might be a bit suspicious. Say, bud. Is there something I should know here? I just pointed the gun at them, and like this. Jeez, fella, don't wave that thing around in here. It might go off. And they opened the back of the truck, and it was all going to plan, really, up, up until then. I didn't know they used exploding dye. They opened up the bag, and it all spurted out. Now it's all over me and my jacket and my shirt and my hands. It sure is. Look, would you put that down? I've seen enough guns for one lifetime. I just panicked and ran. I mean, I don't run fast anymore, but I still ran. And when I got to my when I got to my car, there was a cop putting a ticket on it. Can you believe it? I never had a ticket. I felt like some kind of criminal. Really? So I, I turned around and I, I cut through the alley and then I flagged you down. Look, bud, I see a lot of people in this job, and well, you don't exactly look like a stick-up merchant. Me? Oh, I, I'm a credit controller. Of course you are. Well, I was. I've just retired. So, you figured you'd take up a new career in armed robbery? Oh, oh no, this, this was just a one-time thing for my wife. 
I'm sorry, pal, but we'd all like a holiday. Doesn't mean we go around holding up armored trucks. Oh, I only took what I was owed. What you were owed? I'm not sure the judge will see it like that. They... Westman Sykes, where I work, worked. 28 years I was there. They owed me three months' salary. And they cut our health benefits right when we needed them the most. That's pretty low. I needed what they owed me for one last big vacation. But they said they were having cash flow problems. Cash flow problems? Didn't Adam Sykes just build a new mansion on Chieftain Bluffs? And what about that new plane of his I've seen coming in for Newley Field? Where it is, his young wife is always popping off in Paris for shopping. And I don't mean Paris, Texas, either. Exactly. They blamed it on slow markets in the Midwest, but but we all know it, it's George Westman. That's the trouble. He's been using the pension fund to secure leveraged personal loans. It's all just money sloshing around to him. But lots of that money belongs to us, the workers. Leveraged loans? Sorry, you lost me there, pal. It, it, it doesn't matter, not now. The thing is, I... I wouldn't have seen that money for months anyway, even if I saw it at all. Couldn't you have waited to find out? I could. But my wife? Well, it wouldn't have mattered to her by then, I guess. Oh, jeez. I'm sorry, pal. So I took it from the payroll, the credit union truck. Did you get away with much? Oh, only what they owed me. I'm not a thief. I even made sure I had the right change with me. 53 cents. I guess they wouldn't carry coins. You gave the guards 53 cents back? They did seem a bit surprised, to be honest. <laughs> you don't say. This is hopeless, isn't it? Look, how about you just drop me off at the bridge over washed up balls and just forget all about this? The bridge? How's that going to help? Well, it's, it's a long drop. Oh, now hang on, pal. I'm not helping you do anything like that. I've seen too many guys try that way out. Hey, I I'm the one with the gun here, aren't I? Well, yeah, I suppose so. But... Don't worry, I'm not going to shoot you. It's not me I'm worried about. Don't you get any crazy ideas back there? I just cleaned the back of this cab. Oh, don't worry. I wouldn't shoot myself either. I simply couldn't do it. Good. That's more like it. No, I mean... This isn't a real gun. You held up an armored truck with a toy gun? I didn't... I didn't want anyone to get hurt. Bravo 4, do you copy? Okay, if I take this? Sure, go ahead. But would it be okay if you uh, if you just don't mention, uh, you know... Bravo 4, do you copy, Joe? I hear you, Angie. How's your trip to Morley going, Joe? I've been a little sidetracked, Angie. But then I figure you probably already know that. So what's your plan, Joe? I'm trying to get to Bernoulli Field on the way to Morley. But I don't know quite how I'm going to get there. 
How come you always land me with these sorts of fares, Angie? What sort are those, Joe? I came back to Eden for a quiet life, Angie. I've done my share of dragging guys out of foxholes. So, what do you want to do? You're the driver, Joe. Oh, hell. So, do you know where these roadblocks are, Angie? They're set up at every crossing on the river, and again on the east side of town. But why don't you just take the old bridge? Maybe things will have eased up by the time you get there. Angie, I'm nearly at the end of Bliss Way. I can't be more than five minutes from the old bridge. What happens when we get there? Well, you could take your chances. Take our chances? Is that the best you got, Angie? Hmm. Have you got a better idea, Joe? No, no, I haven't. But I have a guy who... I mean, I might have my own reasons why I don't want to hit one of those roadblocks. Turn the radio on, Joe. It might take your mind off things. Put the radio on? Is that all you've got? Good luck, Bravo 4. Control out. I, I can't go to prison. I just can't. I, I couldn't bear being in there while Paula... Well, what she has to go through? She doesn't even know anything about this. You're not going to prison, fella. How do you know? I just... Let's just say I've got a feeling, okay? Let's turn on the radio like Angie says. It might help. And in breaking news, we've heard that the armed robber has struck another target in Eden. This time, he's hit a gas station in Eppington. The alarm was raised after a man, dressed entirely in black, was seen entering the gas station covered in green dye. Police have him trapped inside the building, and we'll get you more of that story as details come in. you believe it? The bridge is clearing. Oh, dear. Oh, I hope he's all right. Who? The man in the gas station. I hope they don't think it was him that did it. What color's that dye on your jacket? Orange. I think they'll figure that one out soon enough. But not before we get you to the airport. Here we are, fella. Bernoulli Field. Please, call me Ernie. Hold it right there. I don't need to know the name of every fare that gets in my cab. What if the police came around asking questions? No, I suppose you don't. All I know is I picked up some fare with a bag going to the airport. What's so strange about that? What about all this dye? It's dark. I can't see no dye. But it's a good point. You better cover that up. Here, why don't you take my coat? Really? Are you sure? It might be a bit warm for Florida, but it'll get you there. Hmm. How, how much do I owe you for the fare? It's on the meter, 12 bucks and 43 cents. Here you go. That's okay, you, you keep the change. You never know when you might need it. 
No, I suppose not. Control, this is Bravo 4. Do you copy, Angie? This is Control, Joe. What did you just call me? Sorry. I thought you'd gone off shift, Charlie. Me? I've been here all evening, Joe. And, and what a friggin' mess it's been with those holdups downtown. You know, they should lock guys like that up and throw away the key, if you ask me. And has anyone asked you, Charlie? Did you hear it? They arrested a guy in a gas station. He turned out to be a priest. The guy reckons he's up a ladder, painting a wooden Christmas tree outside the church when he sees some sort of holy spirit. Really? What kind of spirit? Eh, probably the kind you get in the bottle. He falls off and gets covered in paint. What kind of baloney is that? I don't know, Charlie. They say God moves in mysterious ways. Some kind of angel he reckons he saw. An angel? Like, with wings? Exactly. An angel, here in Eden. <laughs> Bad chance. I guess he needed one for the top of the tree. Yeah, maybe. Say, Charlie, what's that address in Morley I'm picking up from? Morley? I ain't got no pickup for you in Morley. Who gave you that job? Never mind. It must have been my mistake. I suppose I'll just head back downtown. Yeah, and I bet I know where, too. See you later, Charlie. Bravo 4 out. Good night, Joe. Angie, is that you? Come on, Angie. What's going on? What do you know about that robbery? Angie? What would I know about a robbery? Stealing is a sin, Bravo 4. If it's so wrong, how come it's okay for you to steal my heart, Angie? Oh, knock it off, Joe. Come on. What's going on here, Angie? 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 Are you there? I guess not. Someone. Now, what seems to be the problem with the cab? Is it illegally parked? No, no, there's someone in it. Uh. Well, it's been quite a mess on the streets of Serpent City this evening, so just trying to relax and enjoy the music with another classic hit from Cain and Abel with Do the Right Thing, right here on WEDN Radio. of Paradise Cab, Ernie was played by Stacey Allen, Angie by Anne Cloud, and Joe by Joel Johnson. The radio DJ was played by Jim Shrek, 
and Charlie by Brian O'Day. Paradise Cab was written and directed by Richard Brandon. Editing and sound design was by Joel T. Johnson, with music composed and performed by The Soul. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd really appreciate it if you could help us make some more, just by contributing the price of a cup of coffee. Come and find us right now at buymeacoffee.com forward slash paradise cab. And that's this week's show. Please check for show notes for Paradise Cab at sonicsociety.org. Send us an email at sonicsociety at gmail.com or contact us through the Facebook groups or Twitter. Until we see you next week, don't go getting all misty on us because it's the final episode of the season. Oh. We will be back. I'm Jack Ward. And I'm David Alt. And that's certainly more of a pun than a clue for next week's feature, Jack. But have a wonderful Sunday, everyone. <laughs> see ya. It's very simple. It's a weird, surrealist, fourth-wall-breaking, reality-bending, science-fantasy space western about a small, doomed planet floating in a cosmic ocean of spooky darkness. Upon whose alien landscape an ensemble cast of characters, including a crotchety outlaw, a freakishly virtuous cultist, and a weird, diabolical bastard make awful decisions and fight like hell to survive when the moon falls out of the sky and a large number of terrible things happen in rapid succession. It's exciting. It's funny. It's scary. It's got neat sound, weird music, amazing visuals, and every episode comes with bonus content.
content you can read and examine. Midst is performed solely by yours truly as the three of us narrate all the action, play all of the characters, and bend a lot of the rules about how telling stories is normally supposed to work. Midst is pretty fun, very strange, and it feels like VR for your brain. We believe you'll enjoy it, or maybe you won't, but there's really only one way to find out. You're going to have to listen to Midst. 